Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another Spartan 160EN podcast. This is podcast number 95. We got a good one today with a special guest, our special guest, Mariana, from the Spartan 160 podcast. Mariana, how are you? Como é que estás? I'm good. Um, Deixem-me só dizer em português que eu posso ter aqui um pequeno problema em misturar o português e o inglês, mas vou dar o meu melhor hoje. Bem, uh, obrigada pelo convite, meninos. Of course, of course. E obrigado por estar conosco. Thank you very much. It's actually a, an honor having you on and uh, something that's, uh, you know, we've wanted for, for a, a, quite a while now, actually. It's, it's crazy that it's only now that we're having it. But thank you for being on. Thank you for, for being on. Uh, and let me go straight to my co-horses always, starting with my main man, Steph. Steph and his dog. How are you doing, bro? I'm doing good. This is Maya. She just wanted to say hello to Mariana. Hi. <laughs> so now I'll put it down. I'm doing great, of course. We won the Tasa de Liga. Unbelievable feeling. I was watching the game by myself because of the COVID-19. Couldn't invite people over. Uh, I had the flag up. You guys saw the stupid videos on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I lived in my own cup, which I have a couple of trophies from, uh, from high school. Uh, so uh, I'm, I'm feeling great. I'm really feeling great. Good to hear. Good to hear, my dude. Also joined by my man, Christian. Christian, what's up, dude? Yeah, Campeones de Inverno. Wearing my uh, original Campeones de Inverno uh, jersey in honor, in honor of the great accolade that is winning. The Tasa of the Liga. Yeah, so I, I'm also doing great. And uh, yeah, excited to have Mariana and excited for a good pod. And last but not least, joined by my man, Sam. Sam, what's up, bro? I'll keep it short and sweet because I seem to be getting, getting kicked every second. But yeah, <laughs> snowed here, so that was fun. Uh, and we became the champions of the winter, so I'm happy. But Mariana coming on. Thank you, everyone coming on. Appreciate everyone in the comments already. Let's go. For real. Weird that you have snow and I don't, dude. The heck? Anyways, yeah. let me pull up the uh, the um, Twitter questions real quick. We got a few today. Um, so, yeah, starting with uh, former guest, uh, Joel Da Silva. You guys see it, right? Yep. yep. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, he asks, uh, Mariana, your best slash happiest moment uh, or – or sparking moment of your life, and then I'll get to the second question right after. So yeah, Mariana, what's your favorite sporting moment? My favorite sporting moment, it's, um, I believe, the first memory I, I have, it's Jardel uh, on the bus, um, on, the, um, on the going to Marques de Pombal, and we're champions, and that's what I feel when I saw it in my mind. Jardel, aos pulos, completamente louco. E essa é provavelmente a melhor memória que eu tenho. Sobre a segunda questão, e eu não vou fazer-vos perguntar, vou-vos dizer que... Sporting é o amor da minha vida. É That's só a great answer. I'll <laughs> leave it at that. <laughs> I, I, just read, I just read the question. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Anyways, <laughs> we'll, we'll go to the next question. Um, 
Our fans are crazy. <laughs> Joel's crazy. <laughs> uh, comes in from our boy Richard Nevs, uh, at Richard underscore N7. Um, he asks, most of us don't like Varendes, uh, but would it realistically, um, what would it realistically take to change our tune? For me, it would be the team continuing, uh, continuing this kind of form over more than just one season slash winning trophies and sorting out the finances slash not butchering transfer negotiations like he has. Um, I don't know who wants to take that. Mariana, I'll give this one as well to you. Um, what is what will it take for us to slow down on 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 Verandes? Winning the champion title. That's mm -hmm. for sure the first thing it comes to my mind. Just because I didn't vote for Verandes, I vote for João Benedito, and in two and a half years. I didn't saw Verandes doing something really great until Ruben Amorim came in. So the champion title will will, will be the the first thing the first thing that I could remember of uh, just for all Sportingistas slow down the. Yeah. Um, the discussion about Verandes. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's definitely a start if he wins the league. I don't know if anybody else wants to add anything onto that. She's right on point. What she said is exactly, I think, the way most Sportingistas think. Uh, Verandes hasn't done much when he came into Sporting. And now with Ruben Emuring, he did an all-in, like in a poker term. And uh, so far, it's paying off. But he needs to win the championship. If he doesn't win yeah. the championship, he's in trouble. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I also, um, I just want to add. I, I think that it, it, the entire concept, like the way in terms that we typically have the debate, is kind of fraught. I think that the best way to look at it is like, like a, it's a constant sliding scale, right? Like he's constantly being evaluated. And it's like it, it, good, bad, like good, bad. Like, I think that that's a poor way to look at it because if you look at it from the good, bad perspective, if you're in the good camp, you're just going to try to make excuses for all the bad. And if you're in the bad camp, you're going to try to explain away any semblance of good. Yeah. So I think that, I think that we just need to constantly just be evaluating him um, on the merits and, and it's something that I'm willing to say like because I have shit on their media department a lot rightfully so in the past like year and a half the past like four months they have been excellent like amazing so like noted and like they've got the video the LED video boards now which is to be fair like I don't see anyone else in Portugal with those like the NBA had them and shit like but I haven't seen any other teams in Portugal with them or really even in Europe maybe EP or Premier League but that's about it um so like good ups to them there um yeah and and, and when it comes to summertime like he had a great he had he's had sorry, he said two bad windows and one good one right it's gonna be summer window again and maybe be coming off a title like what will the what will be the approach be if he just misses it going into Champions League will we be buying selling like we'll just be hand off to George Menz and see what happens like that's why I don't I don't think it's fair to just say good bad. You know, I think that we constant he's constantly his performance is, is constantly being evaluated. But right now yeah. it has to be said that his performance recently has been has been good. 
he's been defending Sporting, however easy it may seem at times against attacks from Porto and stuff like that. So, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, well said. Next question comes in from Abdallah. He actually asked the same thing um, that was just asked, but he'll, he also asks, why are we not signing a right back? Poto is not a machine, and the idea of Plata is just stupid. Uh, last, Kurejma or Inacio, I believe both of them will be starters in Sporting in the national team in the near future. Sam, I haven't heard from you yet. What? Did it go black for you guys too, or is it just me? No. No, okay. it was just me. So go ahead, Sam. Um, wh what do you think about right back in the Kurejma and Inacio? I think we need a right back. I, I don't know why we're not getting one unless he's found someone in the B team that is willing to to give a chance and take it slow. Um, but I would I would like us to use Rostovsky or just sign sign someone on a loan or a free or just try and use the assets we have, try and gain even more assets, if you can call Ilori, Camacho, etc. assets. Um, but in terms of Quaresma and Inacio, um, I think for me, Inacio right now seems more tactically aware, seems more tactically strict, whereas Quaresma... Yeah doing stuff like not agreeing to play for the B team. And, you know, sometimes Amorim, you can see when he plays, start shout at him. It's just, I think, I think Inastio is preferred because he's more tactically sound. And I think Quaresma just needs, I, I'm sure he's very humble, but I just think he needs to, to get with Amorim's system more so he can learn instead of, you know, trying to jump at the chance, if, if that makes sense. For sure. For sure. Agreed. Agreed. Um, last question. I'm going to give it to you, Mariana. Um, what are the chances of Pot and Ruben getting uh, two-game suspension? We actually know that uh, they don't. Um, but then he asks, and are you? Uh, do you agree with the Poru being the man of the match and not Seba Kwach? Um, so I guess for the first question, Pot will play against Benfica, just not Povista. Uh, Amuring is just a fine, right? I believe. Um, and uh, so yeah, what are your thoughts of uh, Poru getting man of the match? So, I watched the game and Coates, for me, it's MVP for sure. Just because he plays like a captain. So, it it will be um, important to give that little star, that important star to Coates. But I know for sure that Coates will are happy that another player, another co-worker, another boy um, just win the, the MVP game. So now I'm going to answer in Portuguese. Ruben Amorim e Pote. Então é assim, estamos em Portugal, pelo menos deste lado. Portanto, não me admira, não me admirava neste caso que faça tudo aquilo que tem acontecido em termos históricos, que pode e Rubén Amorim levassem dois jogos de suspensão, porque neste momento o Sporting assusta muita gente. E esse é o problema. Yeah. Nós em primeiro incomodamos bastante, é verdade. That's... Um, I believe, though, I, from what I read, I believe Pot is just suspended for the Boa Vista game. Yeah, and and the Mourinho is just uh is just fines, right? Yeah, because he yeah. called because he called the uh, Carlos Carvajal um papagaio, and for that, honestly, yeah. give him a lifetime contract right now. <laughs> I love it. What a man! He's my favorite Lampion. 
<laughs> For sure. Hey, Steph, don't tell your wife that. Just kidding, just kidding. So let's go into the uh, Tasa de Liga games, starting off with uh, our, our big 2-1 win against Porto. Um, our starting 11 was as followed. We had Adhananet, Fadal, Kwach, Inacio, Pedro Porro and Antunj uh, in the back with João Mario and João Pelinha in the midfield. Tiago Tomás, Pedro Gonzalves and Nuno Santos up top. Porto had Diogo Costa, Diogo Leite, Pepe Mabemba in the back line with uh, Zazu and um, Corona. They had, um, I don't know the guy from Liverpool. How do you pronounce his name? Marco Grucci? Grui? I don't know. Uribe with uh, João Mario, Felipe Anderson and uh, Marega up top. Uh, Mariana, I'm going to pass it off to you again. What were your thoughts on this game? Honestamente, o Porto até podia ter o Messi. A verdade é que, estando na Taça da Liga, o Porto uh, já devia estar aqui habituado a perder uh, na Taça da Liga com um, o, o Sporting. Foi um jogo, e se me permitem, porque os meus pensamentos rolam melhor em, em português, um, foi um jogo onde o Sporting conseguiu mostrar que, apesar de serem miúdos muito, muito novos e apesar de não podermos contar ainda com aquela história do pode ir, não pode ir, pode jogar, não pode jogar, do Nuno Mendes e do, e do Separar, o Sporting provou que, apesar de serem dois jogadores que são muito, muito importantes para a equipa, conseguimos fazer um jogo bom sem, sem eles. E a verdade é que foi um jogo ganho pela raça e pelo querer. E por muito que o Porto tivesse tentado, a verdade é que a vontade daqueles homens que tiveram em campo fazer-me valer o resto. A vontade e os gols do jovem, não é possivelmente? Of course, of course. Um, Steph, I'll pass, the, I'll pass it up to you. What were your thoughts on this game? I mean, uh, it, we, we know typically against uh, big teams like football com Porto, it's always going to be a difficult game. Especially with a coach that's uh, well versed on uh, the Portuguese league and uh, knows our team quite well. Uh, so from the get-go, um, it was a 50-50 game in between both teams. Porto could have scored a, a couple times, but you know we we had the Estrelinha da Sorte, which you needed. Uh, champions need it all the time. It's about time that Sporting gets some some of that love. Um, and Porto didn't score, and uh, we we hang in there and. Uh, we we basically at one point the game became very divided in midfield, um, and then that amazing goal by by uh, both amazing goals by Giovanni uh, that were uh, you know amazing. We know he can shoot from outside. It just if it's on the scene on the now and uh, exactly. that day was on the scene with both goals and uh, yeah, thank goodness, yeah. Um, and uh, when Porto scored first, I got to tell you, uh, I was like, oh, fuck, here we go again. And then, you know, I took a deep breath and I said, okay, we still have a lot of time. I was actually working out. And then Jovan uh, scored an amazing goal. Uh, he stopped the ball, the ball spinned back, and then he took a shot. It, it, just, it was just an amazing the way he did it. He didn't stop the ball. You could see the ball. Spinning, coming back to him a few inches, and then bang, he banged it. And then uh, the second goalie, Koli, was amazing. And then we clinched uh, the final. 
And we deserved it because, you know, our team never gave up. After being down one nothing against Football Coup Ports, it's, it's very difficult to come back and win the game. But we did it. We pulled it off. And congrats to, to Sporting Club Portugal. Congrats to Giovanni. Congrats to, to Ruben Amorim for the way he did the substitutions, which they, they were very needed. E o resto é conversa. Pronto, acabou. That's it, guys. <laughs> agreed, agreed. Christian, I'll pass it next off to you, dude. Yeah, I mean, this was this was a tough watch, I'm not going to lie. Uh, the first half honestly sucked, and it felt like easily could have been down 2 nothing. Probably deserved one nothing. So to make it out of that half alive felt like a small victory. Um, yeah, like Mariana said in the back of my mind, I, I'm thinking if we get this to PKs, there's a 0% chance we're losing this game. Like. <laughs> It's, it will be impossible for us to lose. So I'm I'm thinking all we got to do is just get to 0-0. Zero, zero, and I'm Sporting thinking... Club penaltis, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm thinking based on how the first half went that we're going to have to shit house again, hope for the best, and then win the PK shootout, which in my mind, we are guaranteed to win. Uh, so basically, a 0-0 zero, zero wins it for me in my mind. Um, second half, I guess, was was less objectively bad as the first half. It was more divided. Um, but I still don't, we still didn't do enough to create a goal. This is everything I say is pre 85th minute. Um, we didn't do enough to, to create that many chances. Um, Porto had a couple, not any, not like the, I think the Medega post incident was probably the the closest of the game that wasn't scored. Um, and then right right at the end, 10 minutes to go, they, they finally put one in. Uh, and I'm not going to lie. It's like, Whenever you're the team that gets concedes late and has generated no offense, it's like you got to all of a sudden just completely change how the entirety of the game has been going. And not going to lie, I didn't think it was going to happen. I thought the 1-1 from Jovan, the banger, like he did it. You know, we're going to PKs. <laughs> we did it. We're going to PKs again. But, I mean, wow. I mean, I was honestly like – in disbelief to be honest like this shit was crazy totally totally didn't deserve to win maybe maybe deserve to tie probably deserve to lose but i mean this is our competition baby we just just get it done it's finally our competition yeah <laughs> <laughs> last but not least sam bro what were your thoughts dude um, i don't want to really repeat what people have said but i'm just going to give a special shout out to two players who i thought were really good and of Javan is that first one obviously not played a lot for his that is a pick me performance I like to call it Amorim pick me you won't regret it and as, as well Amorim great tactician and I think it proved in the last sort of 20 minutes of that game um but my last shot I'm surprised Chris and Danny have not mentioned it but and tunes considering it was I think that's his first full 90 minutes right he made yeah. one mistake I thought he was solid for the rest of that game I thought for his first 90 minutes, he was solid. He wasn't amazing. He wasn't great. He was solid. No, he was solid. And I think he deserves credit for that. Um, I, th- I thought the whole team, you know, especially the first half, was really poor, really sore in the eyes. But um, Jovan was fantastic. I thought Anshunta's great. And I think it's just another reason why we need to trust in Amorim more. I see people on Twitter saying to drop this person and drop that and start him, start him, whatever. Amorim... He's got some things wrong, 
but nothing majorly wrong. We're still undefeated in the league. I know there was that Maritimo game, but for me, as long as we all trust in Amorim still, I think good things can happen. And I think it was a, for us, it might have been sore on the eyes, but that last 10 minutes is the best 10 minutes of football I think I've ever watched in like the last three, four years of watching sporting, honestly. But yeah, that, that's all I have to say on that. Hey, Sam. Yeah. Yep. I love your hairdo. <laughs> oh, you know, because... <laughs> <laughs> it looks fresh, bro. <laughs> uh, honestly, the only thing I have to say about Antunes, I agree he was solid, but uh, who, was, uh, who was the one that broke his ankles? Was it Corona? I think it was, yeah. I he think sent them the other. Oh my God, that was bad. That's all I got to say. I thought he um, died. And yeah, my only thing, I love, I love Jovan. My only thing with Jovan is I wish he was more consistent. I wish these were like regular appearances. Because like we were, like we're going to mention against Braga, he was sort of non-existent. And, um, and, and could have potentially caused a, a problem for us. But uh, we'll get to that when we get there. Um, in terms of that game, I mean, I don't think there's necessarily much to, else to talk about. Um, there was no real, like, major cases. Uh, I don't know. I'll just ask you guys, man of the match, who, do, who are you thinking? The cases were the, on the other side of the circular, 11 cases. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was a good one. <laughs> I mean, Porto had their cases too. Um, actually, that's a great that's a great point you bring up. What do we What do we make? And as Mariana mentioned earlier, what do we make of um, the whole drama that happened just before the game? Porto typic as they typically do try to play mind games with us uh, or with their opponents. You know, of course, uh, tests coming back negative. Uh, you know that there was a lab error. Uh, Porto making a big fuss about it. Um, so much so that Sporad and Nunu Menj end up not playing. They actually I'm glad that it didn't matter anyways. The game. They actually th they threatened to not play the game for like public terrorism. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They did. Who yeah. was scared? So. <laughs> they were scared exactly. of Nunu Menj and Sporad. Nunu Menj rightfully so, but Sporad, like, I know. You know Tiak Tomaj is on the field, bro, my guy. Um, but yeah, what do, what do we make of that, guys? It made the win ten times better. I don't care what anyone says. That they they thought that if they pushed that, that they were going to have an advantage, and it made that win ten times sweeter, hundred percent. And not only that, I think uh, I think he motivated uh, uh, sporting players. No Balneario, I think Ruben Amorim he used that to his advantage. I wasn't part of uh, what he said in a, in a locker room, No Balneario, but I'm pretty sure Ruben Amorim, being smart, the coach that he is. He used that to his advantage and he motivated the troops saying, hey, o Porto está com medo da gente porque não vamos jogar com o Nuno Mendes e com a Sporar. Vamos disputar na, na Berguilha. And we did. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Um, all right. I, I think that that's really it about that game. Unless anybody else wants to add anything else, I'll pull up the uh, Braga lineup. Uh, give me two seconds. Um, so... But uh, Sporting, of course, beating Braga in horrible conditions looked like uh, like uh, the Campo Nacional, if not even worse. Um, Sporting's <laughs> eleven was fall as followed: Antonio Andan in net, uh, Fadal Gonzalo uh, Nasio and Sebastian Quatz in the back with Poru and Nuno Minj, um, with João Pelinha and João Mario, and then Jovan Cabral getting the start with Tiago Tomás and Pot. Uh, Braga's lineup was. Um, Mateus Magalhães in net with Nuno Siqueira, 
Tormena, uh, David Carmo, and Ricardo Isgaio in the back, Fran Sergio, André Castro, Almustari, um, and Ricardo Huerta with Abel Ruiz and Galeno up top. Uh, special mention to Paulinho, who ended up coming in. When I first seen him off the lineup, I was, uh, let's just say, I was basically talking shit saying he is coming to Sporting, but he ended up playing and almost scoring as well. Uh, but Mariana, what were your thoughts on on the one nothing win to bring us home the trophy? So I'm gonna talk in Portuguese again. So my thoughts um, are better in Portuguese. Sorry. O Braga no problem. É uma equipa que neste momento e em Portugal vendo os jogos do Porto, vendo os jogos do Benfica e vendo qualquer outro jogo da da Primeira Liga é capaz de ser a equipa que neste momento melhor joga futebol em em Portugal a par com com o Sporting e a verdade é que o Braga já tem grandes grandes estrelas na equipa, falo-vos por exemplo do do Jogai que foi formado em Alvalade e que é um jogador que é, face àquele que cresceu no no Sporting de Braga depois tem aqui também o Galeno que é aqui um jogador que muito se falava de vir a criar problemas e que muito se falava de poder ser aqui uma entrave para para o próprio próprio Sporting no jogo da, da final a verdade é que uh, Nuno Mendes voltou à defesa e tantas saudades que, que tínhamos dele, porque tanta falta que ele nos fez no jogo com, com o Porto, apesar de termos conseguido ganhar, a verdade é que Nuno Mendes fez falta no jogo com o Porto, porque é um jogador que faz a diferença. Depois temos aqui Gonçalo Inácio, que fez um jogo muitíssimo bom também uh, na, na final com, com o Braga e que conseguiu aqui mostrar o porquê de, de poder uh, ser aqui titular muito mais do que o Quaresma, que era aquilo que o Sam estava a dizer há pouco, um, e bem. Agora, nomeadamente sobre o jogo em si, uh, foi um jogo onde, uh, face ao terreno e face ao jogo que tivemos na Madeira aqui há, há umas três semanas, já estávamos aqui um bocadinho habituados a este, a este terreno um, e conseguimos aqui acabar por levar a melhor. O Porro continua a ser um jogador incrível, e que esse sim vale a pena comprar e se fosse preciso comprá-lo já em janeiro para eu garantir que ele ficava epá, juntamos todas as moedinhas todas possíveis imaginárias que temos e damos ao Sporting e comprei o porro que é preciso o porro manter-se agora a verdade é que foi um jogo que também ganho na garra porque o Braga a partir do momento em que o Sporting marcou o Braga, aliás o Paulinho como tu disseste e bem entrou na segunda parte e ainda tirou uma barra. Portanto, é prova de que o Braga entrou para vencer. E, voltando aqui um bocadinho ao jogo com com o Porto, se quiséssemos ir a penaltis, obviamente, estava mais do que ganho. E eu sou Team Max, não sou Team Adam. Portanto, acho que mesmo assim estaria ganho. Foi um jogo bom, foi um jogo ganho com garra, foi um jogo em que provamos que só há três grandes em Portugal e que o Sporting é o terceiro, que não é o Braga. Agreed. Agreed, Sam. I'll pass it off to you. But let me also just mention, because I was shocked by it, because, and, and guys, we won a trophy without going to penalties. <laughs> yeah. This is crazy. <laughs> I'm not it's used to this. It's abnormal. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, I'll pass it off to you. What were your thoughts, dude? Um, you mentioned it earlier about playing in the National Stadium. That pitch was was horrible. And I know 
um, we were all thinking that it might have been called off or like postponed or something. But um, it honestly, another sore eye game. It was just hard to watch for either team. It was just, especially there was that I think it was middle right of the pitch that was just yeah. completely flooded. There Took was, out like four yeah. counters for us in the first half. Yeah, but it was it was ter- it was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible for both teams. Let's keep that into perspective. I think Braga had a little more juice at first, but they got stopped by their water more. I, I also first, think that first. side of the sorry that, yeah. that side of the pitch where we first started and then we were attacking in the second half was the worst side. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, sorry. Uh, no, I was just going to say, uh, even though the conditions are bad, I thought that was a perfect game for Coates and Pelina to play on. They both love hard tackles. They both love aggression. And I think it was suited to them perfectly. Um, that Poro goal was fantastic. And it just proves that he's been he's been nothing short of amazing since he's got here. He's, he can score. He can defend. He's he's the total package. And for 8.5 million, I think we've got a steal there. Um, I'm just trying to think what else happened in that game. Because I'm not going to lie. The, the following events with a, a lot of beer. <laughs> hard to remember. But, um, uh, I'm just let me just think with it. Danny, question for you: Your boy, Thiago Tomas. What is it you see in him? I, I don't. Think- bro, I'll cut you, bro. Careful. <laughs> what do you mean? What do I see in him? That my guy, my guy. Let me just say, my guy was getting beaten up. Eighteen-year-old yeah. kid, and these Bra- these Braga defenders are all on top of him. That brother, like the poor kid, man. Uh, the ref so let it be, Pep, but so was Pep the game before. Exactly. I think he's he's Tiago Tomas so far has been the perfect punching bag uh, <laughs> these last few games. Uh, yeah. But uh, but I mean I like the kid. He runs after everything. He runs after everything. He's won us a lot of good free kicks, uh, and I think there's a goal in him. I, I agree that maybe Sporad might might have uh, a better, um, I don't know, like poacher sort of smell. Just experience that spot. Yeah, I like. And that's exactly, exactly. Half. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I like spot out of second half too. Tiak Tomaj and and that condition of the pitch, you can't really play with the ball in that condition. But that's what I see in him, man. My 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 poor guy, man. My poor kid. <laughs> Fair enough. You you do have a point. Uh, and you just reminded me, the one thing that we need to address is how bad the referee was, not just for us, but the whole yeah. game in general. I don't want to make it a, an anti-sporting agenda because he was awful but that pot red card the yellow card to lead up to it pointless neto getting a yellow card for that foul jovan 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 tossing the managers for nothing yeah he was just yeah it's just it was such it was just if you want to be like oh the referees portugal good just just show them that game that sums up every single one um it was just you know it ruined the game for me a bit i know we the pitch was obviously the main factor but he just didn't want to let the game flow he was just giving yellow cards out for fun and obviously the red cards to Amarim it was was before the 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 second half wasn't it before he, when he threw him out it was only like 20 minutes in wasn't it yeah it yeah. was early it was it was so dumb but I mean it, we showed no other way to put it we showed balls winning that game and Coates we mentioned it earlier I, I've Giving him his, his shit, and I have, and I'll put my hands up. Fantastic. That is his shirt for that matter. What what a player, what a captain. And you know, I have to I'm gonna say he's not watching hundred percent, but <laughs> if you are watching, I'm sorry. 
and <laughs> you know he was fantastic and that's what Coates was amazing the whole defense Inacio Fidal Coates um Nuno Mendes Porro amazing that when you think of all the shit right backs we've had right Scalotto we've had some shitters right we're even paying Porro. some of them still yeah I know but like <laughs> It cost us a loan and 8.5 million to get that. But, <coughs> but you know, it, it's just, I'm grateful as well to have such, I, I think um, Irish Sam, who we were friends with on, on Twitter, he said, we don't have a team of great players. We have a team of great warriors. And that is, sums us up so perfectly. That's the point. They fight Agreed. for each other. And that is, we haven't seen that in years. They are, they are so well, well, what's it, tightly knit and so, such a team that a team of warriors and that's what i've got to say what a performance and what a victory agreed agreed that's a, uh, that's a great point and you know and, and you know what sam i think that's that's the coach 100 because these guys yeah. were not gonna these guys were not gonna kill someone for sealess you know it just wasn't gonna happen yeah. or kaiser for that or any any anyone else but i think that they actually would for amorim it seems like and that's the difference yeah, yeah agreed uh uh christian i'll pass it off to you what were your thoughts yeah, I mean, it, it, there's sometimes where, the, like, obviously, like, I, I like looking at player ratings, and, like, sometimes it's funny to me, like, how players can kind of, like, hack the scores, and they're just like, or you can kind of figure out what they what you do to hack the scores. Like, oh, wow, he's just completing all these passes, you know. It, his, he's, he's completing 42-yard passes. His, his stats are actually going to be pretty good after this game, even though he's not really doing much. This Kowats game, it was just one of those games where you're watching in real time and you're like, he's going to have a really high rating because he's just winning every single ball every time. Like, And he was. He was the MVP on goal point, as as deserved. Um, so, yeah, absolutely massive Kowats performance. Um, truthfully, maybe the best game he's literally ever pay, played for Sporting. Um, I thought Fidal and Inasiu also had great games. Inasiu... Uh, I honestly didn't even realize it at the time. And Nasi is the one who hit that free kick to mm -hmm. Poru. Mm -hmm. um, one skipped it on the grass between the defenders, and Poru just – that was a fucking rocket, that shot. Laser beam skipping off the wet grass right in the bottom corner. Beautiful. Um, and, you know, at the time, that goal kind of felt like out of the blue. It was just like ne neither team's really doing enough to carve out clear-cut chances in the on this field. And that, that moment in real time was like, that literally could be the difference because that's, that's a moment of quality. And I mean, I don't know how many more of those either team are going to have the opportunity to have. And it, it, it turned out to be true. I mean, obviously, Braga maybe had probably had better chances in the second half. The Polinho almost scored on us. I think there's one other one. But I mean, the ending, it must be said, the ending of that game was just shocking shocking um they were, they were trying to get us the penalties yeah <laughs> it, very hardest it almost worked too i yeah. i mean we now know what amorim said so do we know what pot said to get a straight red because it's uh, i hope it's it was true. pretty bad it's he true. already had a yellow i mean he got a straight <laughs> red i'm pretty sure right <laughs> no, no, it was a second yellow. Oh, it was a second yellow? No, it was, it was, no, 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 no. It was a second yellow. It has one yellow and then the red card. No, they, no, no. It doesn't, red. It doesn't get oh. the second yellow cards. It gets the yellow cards and then the red cards. Oh, okay. wow. 
So, so for giving him only one game suspension, that's amazing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it must have known it was complete bullshit. And yeah, then, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it, mean, it means that the pressure that that Sporting is putting on on the APAF and Liga Portuguesa is actually working. So Not that, enough to get Nuno Mendes and Sport out of play, though. Uh, but you win I, some, you lose some, I guess. Have you seen? Have you seen the uh, the uh, the lineup at uh, Unilab? Ah, <laughs> uh, you guys don't know. <laughs> what? A, a few, a few of them have ties to football Porto. Really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we have a new, right. we have a new, we have a uh, new lab now. I'll send you a video in a little while after this. Steph, I, I need to, I need to just say, I'm surprised you're even calling them football Porto today. Last podcast, <laughs> it was uh, <laughs> football club group. <laughs> The thing is, you guys, when when the Pitorad uh, happened, you guys would not have been born yet. Yeah, I was. Uh, but I'm you, old. Dude, you, how how old do you think we are, bro? I have uh, brancos here, caralho. Come on, man. Ja pintas. Okay, listen. Yeah, pintas. <laughs> it's only two or three, but hey. <laughs> anyway. Um, anyway. But Steph, what were your thoughts on last but not least? What were your thoughts on the on the final? Okay, you guys said it all, so I'm not gonna you know you know dwell on it. But to, to me, the, the the play of the match was Inacio, just because um, you know he had to fill in the, the shoes of uh, of Net. Uh, it's not easy. Net has been very consistent. I know El Putin you and a lot of people don't like him. Uh, but the fact is, with Net. Kuat uh, and Fidal, we only have nine goals against us. So we have the best defense in the Liga Nos. And quando uma equipa ganha, não se toca nela. So, you know, uh, Inácio for me was a player of the match. Uh, besides that, the, the, the conditions of the, the pitch were horrible, horrible for both teams. And being able to win one nothing against Braga was actually. Uh, amazing. Uh, we deserved it. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but we knew, everybody knew, whoever scores first will win the game. And uh, I'm glad it was Sporting. Because if it was Braga sco scoring first, I think they would have won the game. Uh, it was a phenomenal goal. O Salvador pitching and moaning. You know, to me, it's disappointing because that's not the position of a president of a club to act that way. You could send an assistant coach, you could send a director de comunicação, but not a president. A president, you hold the position that you have to be careful how you say things. Yeah. But, you know, coming from from uh, from Braga, you know, everything is expected. Uh, but Salvador, one more time, he only complains about when he lose, lose against Sporting. When you lose against Port, eleven a pay the colors. When you, <laughs> when you lose against Benfica, the same treatment. Uh, you know, he never says anything against them. But every time it's against Sporting, he never, he never, uh, you know, he always has to say something against us. So very disappointing for my a president, which he should show some class because of the position he holds in the club. Uh, but I'm glad we won uh, because. Uh, Porto, uh, I'm going to remind everyone, uh, Final Four, before it happened, Sérgio Conceição, uh, o Jorge Jesus, 
the coach of Braga, who, um, o Carvalhal, yeah, and our coach, everyone said we want to win the cup. Let's not forget that. Every single coach said, a gente quer ganhar a, cop, a, a taça. Não houve um treinador que dissesse que eu não quero ganhar. Every single coach said that. And then towards the end, epa, a, a taça não interessa, é a taça da cerveja. <laughs> oh, shit. Because we want it. And that's why, you know, it upsets me that people have two faces. Uh, especially fans of Bifica and Porto. Because now they say, é uma taça que ninguém quer saber. Yeah. Uh, and, and to the Benficistas, if, uh, if they, they care about it. Yeah. If they don't really care about the, the trophy, that's fine. Uh, we turn to seven titles, actually six, because the one, Lucilo Batista, it doesn't count. Uh, and Porto, they can be, oh, shit, they never won it, so never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they don't even have a Tassa yeah. Cerveja to celebrate. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, but that's what they sound. Joke aside, they be, he really wanted to win this cup. Or Porto because they never won it. They don't have in their museum. And to them, that's an Achilles. You know, they really, really want to win it. So for them not to say, epa, essa taça não interessa, é hipocrisia total. And it bothers me, fans being like that, being hypocrites and being two-faced uh, because Sporting Club Portugal, the only club que não Portugal, won the, club, the taça da Liga. E parabéns ao nosso Sporting Club Portugal, é o maior de sempre, sem corrupção. Não precisamos. Nunca. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I just have a few questions about the game. Uh, the first one being on that goal. Um, a lot of whining about it online. Uh, but I wanted to know all of your thoughts, starting with Mariana. Was it a free kick? Um, was there a foul on um, on João Pedrinha just before uh, or on that play? On the on the Sporting's for, goal. Yeah, for Sporting's goal. I don't think just because. Um, okay, I'm gonna talk in Portuguese, so no things problem. in English is is a little bit harder. So, no os jogos, o jogo por si só foi uma vergonha em termos de arbitragem. Foi uma vergonha yeah. uh, desde o início até ao fim. Não houve um único lance que se aproveitasse. E a verdade é que eu não considero que ele tenha sido falta do Palinha. Eu não considero isso, mas lá está. Se for, se, imagina, põe, põe isto noutra situação, põe isto como se fosse um jogo entre o Benfica e um, o Braga. Se fosse uma falta clara, uma falta que tu olhasses para ela e que percebesses claramente que é, a, a doença que, que, que as pessoas têm ao ponto de tentarem perceber se é falta, se não é falta, se o que é que se passa, o que é que não se passa, faz com que, mesmo que tu vejas claramente que aquilo é falta, eles vão sempre dizer que não é. Para mim, não é. Eu aceito, se fosse. Mas para mim, enquanto adepta de futebol, já nem vou falar do Sporting, não era falta do Palinha, e houve lances muito mais graves, quer naquele jogo, quer no jogo com o Porto, que nem sequer jogadores do Braga ou do Porto levaram um cartão. E a verdade é esta, é que o Sporting, dizem sempre que o Sporting passa a vida a queixar-se de arbitragens. Eu não sei se vocês viram, provavelmente não, porque a hora aí é completamente diferente. Mas uh, o Porto teve um penalti claro contra, perdoado, hoje. Se isto fosse com o Sporting, isto não acontecia, isto... 
é uma coisa que ainda está enraizada no futebol português e nos árbitros portugueses. E a verdade é essa. É que sempre que, que, que é a favor do Sporting, eles pensam duas vezes. Sempre que é contra. Não há pensamento uma vez e meia sequer. Marcam e acabou. E a questão é essa. Exatamente. Exactly. Uh, how about you three? Yeah, that's not, a, I mean, what, it's like the offensive foul, you're passing it and your leg swinging from passing it, hitting the other person is a foul. I don't believe in offensive fouls in, in this sport for the most part. Um, so pretty much whenever an offensive foul is called, unless the guy's like grabbing your shirt so obviously or something, you should probably stay away from those. Yeah, I, I actually agree. Rui actually does bring up a good point, you know, when you raise your foot like that. It is a reckless move. I kind of understand the Braga defender, though. He is just trying to clear the ball, and then his leg does get in contact with Pajinga, so it's tough. Um, but to that, I also say, like, to the people crying, it's like, it was a foul in our own half. Like, shut up. Yeah, and it <laughs> like, only became come something on. because of... <laughs> it just so happened to be a goal, but nine times yeah. out of ten, it doesn't happen like that, you know? But anyways, what were your guys' thoughts? That, I, feel the, I feel the same way because uh, it was... Uh, 70 meters away. Yeah. 70. Yeah. I'm going to say in Portuguese, 70 metros. I'm 70 caraças de metros. É muito metro. É muito metro. I'm going to say in French, 70 metros. Agora, agora, <laughs> em espanhol, uh, 70 metros. Uh, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> And now in Chinese, I'm showing you on Anyway. <laughs> I'm only kidding. It didn't mean anything. Uh, but the, the thing is, uh, if Salvador wants to be upset, because he's the one who was upset about the, this this foul. He's the only one. Exactly. He should be upset about his players. Saying, porra, como é que vocês conseguiram, não conseguiram parar um passo 70 metros? That's who he yeah. should be upset about. His own players, Carvalhal, but not against Sporting. Yeah. You know, and that's what upsets me about the the the, the Portuguese list. Sometimes, when when we have uh, uh, coaches, or or in this case, a president, com memória, com inteligência tão pequenina, it's like fuck. It's the pass was 70 meters away. You kidding me? You upset at Sporting? Apa, vai para o caralho. I mean, vai a merda. You know what I mean? Right, right. Sam, I don't know if you want to add on to that. Uh, I'll just say, because um, I know you said it was the Braga president that mostly bring up, but we will have Twitter. We can we follow Benfica fans, the Porto fans. And this is what I'm going to say about it. I'll keep it quick. If Polina fouled the other guy and, and Braga went and scored, would we see anything on the timeline from Benfica reporter fans? Nope. No. It, it's, I can understand where people are coming from saying it's harsh, because it probably was. But at the same same time, it was given. I believe it was a foul personally. And finding clips from like what they always do, like 20 years ago or 15 years ago, this wasn't given. Well, yeah, that's 20 years ago. What what do you want us to do about that now? But if it was the other way around, there would be no talk of it. So that's where I'm going to leave that. It was a foul and we scored in the end. That's it, really. Yeah. If, honestly, if it was given the other way, I don't even think Spartan fans would have. To be fair, To be fair, our, our knight in shining armor, defender of all that is great, Miguel Braga, um actually was uh talking about the last five minutes like the the the, the last like six minutes that I, we alluded to earlier 
like the phantom foul on Neto and Pop we'll and there. Red. Yeah, yeah, all that. Just <laughs> oh, we're gonna get there. Okay. I mean, let, let's start it now. Yeah. What do we make of that last minute? Uh, go ahead, Chris. I mean, the like, I guess, kind of like the opposite of what we we're saying before. Like, we're not talking about it more because it didn't turn out to be something greater. But yeah, I mean, that was a, a very solid attempted fucking there by by the ref the last like three minutes. Yeah. Yeah. The there's no foul on that too. It's a foul on that too. The the red card from Pot comes out of nowhere. Uh, a minute or two later, you see the um the uh I'm forgetting the word in English, the Banderingu. What's his name? The the linesman. The linesman. The linesman. Uh, even going up to Pot, putting his finger in his face like that after Pot gets fouled and they call it against them. Yeah. It, it, it's ridiculous the fact that, you know, people can even have the nerve to say, you know, we were helped or, or this and that when the ref clearly at the end was doing everything, everything to get this at least to, to penalties. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know if there's anything else you guys want to say about those last closing minutes. No, I, I totally agree with you. It was a, it was an embarrassing moment, especially when when the, our games they being played worldwide, and I think the uh, path, uh, which I'm very disappointed with, because all they do is defend their referees, even when they perform bad performances. Uh, but they should they should uh, actually in Portugal they should revisit to educate them and give more training, even if they have to go to another country to evolve. Because I don't think they're evolving in Portugal. Uh, they have the same mentality of autoridade, ninguém pode falar quills. And that's wrong about the Portuguese referees. They should, they should be willing to talk to coaches, to talk to players, to get them better. It, it shouldn't be yellow card, red card right away. Uh, you know, the, the red card to Ruben Amorim and Carvalhal, it was embarrassing. At minute 34, are you kidding me? It's a final. The, the pitch looked look, look like a swimming pool. And yeah. you don't you don't have the cool to give a li everyone a, a little bit of a break. Uh, we have to wait until today to actually saw the uh, uh, the the CA uh, to to conciliate the 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 disciplinar to to say you know what they overreacted. That's why they only getting one game. They're not getting suspended. Just a fine. Uh, it, it it displays a, a very poor image of Portugal. And I don't think the, 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 the referees realize that, that they're affecting us as a whole. As a, uh, when, when my friends in America watch a Portuguese game, they don't want to because it's like, what, the, what kind of fucking game is this? All you guys <laughs> do is, 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 is fall on the ground, yellow cards, red cards. The referee, the players can't even talk to them because they're not willing to, to, to listen to the captain. Even the captain of, of, of uh, clubs, when they try to, if you're a captain, there's a reason why you're the captain. So you, you have a little bit more leverage to talk to the referee. But the referees don't respect that. And, you know, it was a very poor display by Tiago Martins. Uh, Tiago Martins, he shouldn't be even a, a, a referee in Portugal. I totally agree with the idea we should have outside referees in Portugal. And since Portugal pertence à União Europeia, I don't know why que a Europa em si doesn't evolve a greater, um, pronto, a gente em Portugal chama PAF, but why can't you come in a, a, come up with a, a referee association of Europe? And instead of having Portuguese referees in Portugal, you have a mix and match of referees from every country going to different championships. 
I think it's because the refereeing isn't full time is probably the reason that there isn't. And they uh, don't get I don't know. In Portugal, it's already professional. In England, it's professional as well. So yeah. they really get true. paid. Yeah. So it could happen if they really wanted to. But the thing is, I think. I well, they must say. have. They must have a similar. So they must have a small scale version of this for the Champions League and the Europa League and the international games, right? It's just the top refs go into this pool and then they yeah. get allocated, right? We basically are asking for a bigger version of that. It, so exactly. So yeah. it's already it's already happening in the Liga Europa in, in the Champions League. It's already mm-hmm. happening. So instead of being only to Liga Europa and Champions League, we can we could do it for all the leagues. Or top seven leagues or whatever, whatever you want it to be, yeah. Just wow. say, do you remember that Sergio Conceição said in one, Euro, uh, one Champions League game that he doesn't complain anymore about the Portuguese referees? Yeah, I remember so that. just mm-hmm. a month and a half later, <laughs> he's complaining. <laughs> yeah. Once again. Every time you lose against Sporting, até parece que levou, levou um, um murro nos cornos. Yeah. I don't sympathize with Portistas. Not to mention, how much does Sérgio Conceição... Sorry, go, sorry. No, no, I was just saying that... You know, back? I think, uh, I think, I think the, the uh, Football Club Porto is still the most corrupt team in Portugal. Yeah. Wow. One of the most... <laughs> There's not much competition. Stellis, <laughs> Benfica did a great job in catching up, but Porto still is. Uh, yeah. I just also want to mention because uh, the thing with the suspensions to me, in terms or the red cards with the Mourinho and uh, and Carvajal that I, I wanted to mention is George Zouz and, and Conceição can get away with murder and <laughs> like they don't get a red cards, and Mourinho like breathes too loud and it's a red just- card for him. It's The Portuguese referees, I don't know the English word for that, are daltonicos. Só veem vermelho ou azul. Não veem mais cor nenhuma. Tipo, todas as outras cores eles ignoram. Portanto, so, in Portugal, it doesn't surprise me, unfortunately. Agreed, agreed. Um, Yeah, and then, of course... uh, Pot, but we mentioned Pot. I just wanted to share one thing before asking you guys, uh, man of the match here, which I think we're all in unison. Uh, <laughs> how great is it to have Paulinho back? Yo, did you I, see him? Even when they were time. lifting the trophy, yo, he just did it. He did it like twice again after like the initial time. Like, yeah, I seen that. <laughs> <laughs> This guy's amazing. Yeah. This is gonna be me when clubs open up. Uh, after Corona is done, let me just tell you guys. Yeah. Are you kidding me? This was me on Saturday. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think we'll all agree, but I need to ask anyways, who, who's your guys' man of the match? I'm giving it to Kowach, but a special mention to Gonzalo Inacio, who I thought didn't put a foot wrong either. And I think it was harsh for, to take him out for Neto, even though I love Neto. Yeah, I thought Neto like wasn't fit to play. <laughs> so it seemed kind of yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, man of the match, what do you guys think? Clutch, for sure. For sure. Yeah, clutch uh, oh, for me too. Another talking point, sorry. My the last thing on this final, what do you guys make of uh Luigi Neto not getting a medal? 
Luis Felipe Portugal. got one instead. It's no like, Portugal, they weren't. Dude, staff, like the fourth string, Ropedu got one. Luis Felipe got one. Uh, Mark Paulu or Andre Paulu, the fifth string goalie, got one. Yeah. It's like they're just giving them out and they're not counting. They know how many they have. It's like if you just count, you that doesn't happen. But it's Portugal, so. Just let me say that Carvalhal não aceitou a dele. Portanto, eles podiam ter dado. Aumento. Mas é do Carvalhal, é de prata, não é do ouro. Está bem. Mas ao menos tinha uma medalha. Sim, sim, realmente. Uh, no, but I think I think uh, Neto, uh, he didn't he didn't get a medal because he didn't want to. He was no, willing. To... No, they only had forty. No, no, no. I know. Clutch was behind them though. No, I, I think Neto, as a captain, he said, "Daos outros, you fit for trás." And then he there said, was two, "There was three later. people left and two medals. It was Emudim, Kowatz, yeah. and Neto, and they only yeah. had two medals. So I guess Neto bit the bullet." Yeah, I mean, he'll probably get one in the mail in like a couple weeks, but no, he should. He should. He's, a, he's a great captain, that's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it shows to you how organized uh, the Portuguese uh, league not is. to mention, <laughs> as into the and not to mention, he also had uh, Tabata, Tabata, uh, his jersey who couldn't make it because of COVID, which is nice yeah. to see as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, like you said, Neto's the the pating feio, but. These last few months, he's really been uh, a leader. He's not only shown his quality on the pitch, but even his quality as a man, you know, and uh, respect to Neto, you know. He's a great um, leader. Great leader. Just let me, if you, yeah. if you, if you don't mind, just let me talk about Ruben Amorim. Yes. A communication que aquele homem tem, e nós estávamos a falar disso há bocado no, no 160 em, em português, a forma como aquele homem fala e a facilidade com que ele tem em mostrar aquilo que é e aquilo que, que o Sporting precisa e aquilo que o Sporting tem que ter, era aquilo que nós estávamos a dizer há bocado. Ele pode dar umas aulas ao Varandas. Pá, por favor, ele vai dar umas aulas ao Varandas Durante um mês ou dois ou três, porque a verdade é que ele consegue transmitir a mensagem e nunca tivemos, e agora tenho que concordar contigo, Steph, é o meu lampião favorito neste momento, porque nunca tivemos um lampião a falar tão bem e a dizer aquilo que toda a gente precisava de ouvir no Sporting. É verdade, e olha, Mariana, eu vou dizer-te uma coisa. Eu não trocava o Lampião Rumo Amorim com o Sportingista Jorge Jesus. Também não. Yeah, é verdade. Não. Podem, fico, podem ficar com aquele lagarto. Exato, fica. Fica para aí. <risos> ele até... Ele, 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 ele está a ele, ele, ele está a cumprir a palavra dele. He said that he would make Sporting campeão. He never said how. Yeah. <risos> It's true. It's true. Um, and yeah, and, and Ruben Amorim is doing something that Varandas has failed at the last two years, and that's literally Uniru Sporting. Like, you hasn't been much. Did you guys see that? O Pacinho. Pacinho. Ruben Amorim. Oh, yeah. Ah, yeah. Ah, 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 that guy kills me. <laughs> Inside the bus. That was amazing, bro. Jovan, Jovan's live was hilarious. This guy was like sweating. 
fucking cats and dogs. I was yeah. dying in this bus. <laughs> they had a DJ. Funny. They had a, G, a DJ inside mm. the bus. Oh. Sabem o que é que e agora vou falar em português porque estão a ser as palavras em português. Mas sabem o que é que o que é que eu senti ao ver aquelas imagens? Pode parecer parvo à comparação porque são taças que não têm nada a ver. Mas vocês lembram-se da Taça de Portugal que nós ganhámos quando o Bruno Fernandes esteve a fazer aquelas entrevistas no autocarro e o Ristovski disse, não te vás embora, por favor. Yeah, yeah, Pronto, eu lembro. Muito esse espírito, esse espírito que eu senti nesta, nesta viagem e acho que era aquilo que vocês estavam a dizer ao bocado. Acho que se, se o Rubén Amorim pedisse a um deles para matar alguém... Nenhum deles hesitaria, porque é um grupo unido. E apesar de ser um grupo de putos, não é que eu seja muito velha, obviamente, mas todos eles têm 18, 19, 20. O um mais velho é capaz de ter uns 23. É. E a união que eles criam e o à vontade que eles têm uns com os outros é importantíssimo numa fase como esta, porque nenhum deles tinha ganho um título até sábado. E a verdade é que daqui para a frente há muito jogo para correr, há muita final para ganhar e só temos o um campeonato com o que nos preocupar. Está bem? Yeah. Mal. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That actually brings me to a question, uh, a special question from a text message. My best friend Patrick, he's a portista, but he, he, he chimes in and asks um, if Sporting win the league or at least, uh, or at most finish second and go into the Champions League, You think Verandas will invest in players or keep the squad as it is? I go to Portugal. I go to Portugal. Yeah, that's first and well, not second, but yeah, champions. <laughs> I'll see you guys in May. But that's how I'm answering Patrico Couto. I go to Portugal. Well, who would, who would leave? Who do you think would leave? Nuno Mendes. Pot. Pot. Palinha. Nuno Mendes, Pot, Palinha. Yep. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, I, I mean, I mean yeah. to that, yeah. It's just, uh, yeah. It's, it'll be let's impossible say, to keep the squad as is, but we can maybe keep a nucleus of it, but it'll be tough. Let's say, I, I, let's I, say I also see a lot of kids going. Let's say oh, we sell uh, Nunmin for, for 70 million. Would I, I don't think so because the. We'll uh, sell him for 20. <laughs> yeah. No, maybe, maybe for 22. Uh, <laughs> The skill set of negotiation of Frederic Verandas are very poor. So, but if we sold them, yeah, if, if we sold Nunmen for a reasonable price, then we could increase Pot's salary, and I think he would stay. And we, we could increase Pelinha's salary, and I think he would stay. Because let, let's keep into account that they both have families. And I think the families, if they, if they could stay in Portugal, they would. Uh, but it will take this kind of chemistry. That's that's what I think. Yeah. And that answers that. Shout out to my boy Patrick, a, a fellow listener, even though he's on the uh, the wrong side of uh, Portugal, if you will. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's all about the final. Um, go ahead, Sam. Sorry. Sorry, there's just one incident that I want to get your guys' opinion about. And um, Matheus Nunes getting all ball, so to speak, in uh, kicking that True. rug uh, in the balls. Um, do you think he's lucky to escape uh, any further punishment? I, I, Go ahead, I, think, 
Or I think it's I think it's I think it's a fair yellow. It, 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 he's not trying to kick him in the balls. He's just trying to like stop the counter and like stick his leg out. And I, I mean, I might have to watch it again. But if I recall correctly, it was just kind of like when you stick your body out and try to stop them. But I, I also don't think he fully got him in the nuts because he the guy didn't like go down and roll around or anything. So I think he I think he must have got inner thigh. So that guy's kind of lucky. <risos> o trabalho do Mateus uh, é evitar que a bola siga para além da posição dele para trás e a verdade é que se ele tiver que fazer faltas faz, há faltas mais graves há faltas menos graves aquela para mim não me admira que seja um cartão amarelo admira-me que se fosse ao contrário, provavelmente não seria. E não é estarmos a queixar sempre das arbitragens, sempre. é principalmente estarmos sempre a ver que o mesmo acontece aos mesmos. E a questão é essa. Sim. Yeah. 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 Um, Sim, And then, thing I was just going to say, I saw, I think it was Lauren and Richard talking about earlier about Paulinho, Uh, the Braga one that is, but um, yeah. after what we saw at the end between Verandas and Salvador, there is no business between them two anytime soon. I think we can cancel Paulinho or any other Braga player you have in mind for at least until June. There, there is no way that's happening. And just to add on, I can guarantee those Braga players have got the next sporting game circled on their calendar, they will come for revenge. And I think that's a game that. They need to look out for, but yeah, I don't think Paulinho's coming this window, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Someone better uh, be coming. We need a striker. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Who's going through Sporting? I just heard it on the news. I got a DM. Yeah. All right. Release the info, bro. And fan sources. <laughs> uh, ooh, Christian Oliveira from Philly. <laughs> Nah, you shit. I don't want him, bro. You uh, <laughs> shit, bro. They saw How many my goals you have in your men's league? <laughs> we uh, we we had we played poorly this weekend. Uh, he shot a bad <laughs> First game, you know, I popped off. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's it with the final. Um, just have a few comments. You know, I'm okay if we already have we already have a Paulinho. Uh, Philip saying Ustakio, I would love him as a Canadian. Yeah, he's doing um, great. He's doing great at Passos. Oh. He's, asked, he's also been linked with Porto recently, which is I ah. please go to Porto. Um, but yeah, um, with that being said, with the final, you know, we are campeões de inverno. So uh, now it's just the league, and let's hope we kick off on that stuff. I'm going to pass it off to you uh, with Mudalidades because we also had a, a big week in Mudalidades this week, and um, we have a big game tomorrow as well that you can talk about. Okay, so here we go. We're going to talk about modalidades. First and foremost, to our Tigas, Tiago Botelho. Uh, you know, we love you. Uh, força. Uh, é um dia muito difícil para ti, mas estamos a ti, a ti, aqui contigo. Está bem? Um abraço, amigo. Uh, and ball. Uh, Boa Vista, Sporting. We won 28 to 26. A very difficult game, but we're missing a lot of players. With the, they were part of the uh, uh, World Cup in Egypt. Um, so we, we barely won, but we won the game. It, apparently it was an ugly game, uh, but we did the bare minimum and that's what it matters. Uh, then, uh, for the Portuguese cup, we went to Chicanval and we won 33, 22, a much better game. And we advanced to the next phase of, uh, 
the uh, Portuguese Cup. Uh, basketball, like always, uh, we have a new player. Sam, who is it? Is it Micah Downs? Micah Downs, my man, full of tattoos. I love the guy. He's a great player. <laughs> and he played against uh, CIB Madeira, and we won. We spanked them 104 to 69. What a beautiful number, 69, for some reason. <laughs> but we won easily. <laughs> okay. So moving on, moving on, guys, moving on. In the Tasa de Liga, we just spoke about football. We won one nothing against Sporting Club de Braga. We used to be filial to Sporting, Tim Borgonha Numa, but we won. Um, then moving on, uh, Liga Revelação, uh, Sub-23. We won, we tied 2-2 against Vitória de... Uh, the, the Guimarães, uh, we should have won the game, but uh, it doesn't matter league, as long as we, we at least keep on the top positions. Um, then in the ladies, uh, we went to Tourriens, uh, we won 2 nothing. I, I actually watched the game. It was a very, very entertaining game. Uh, Susanna Kovic is doing a great job. Um, we, we didn't play with Anna Borges, uh, but... Uh, and Capita scored a, a banging goal, and then we got a goal on a rebound. But hey, uh, it's a goal; it doesn't matter. But we play much better, much better than Tourriens. Tourriens is uh, our ex-coach. Uh, used to be uh, the coach of uh, Sporting Club Portugal, Gustavo. Um, but we won, and now we're in second place with four points after we were robbed against Famalicão at home. Uh, they came up with a PK that not even in a planet Mars would exist. Uh, in futsal, uh, we won against uh, uh, Fundão away on a Wednesday, 7-1. We, we thought it would have been a much more difficult game. The Sporting handled it pretty good. Uh, so I'm very content with that. Um, Diaz is doing a phenomenal job with the coach. He, he came up with a brand new system, which he has four players playing differently in, in a, on a shift, just like NHL. So he has four players playing five minutes, another four players playing five minutes, another four players playing five minutes, and it's doing excellent, excellent results. And we spanked Fundão 7-1. We always have a fresh team. And then we played against Sporting Club de Braga before the Liga Nos, the, the Tasa da Liga, and we spanked them 9 nothing, 9 nothing. Holy cow. That that reminded me of aquela padeira das barrotas contra a Espanha. Holy shit, that was phenomenal. Um, then uh, Feminino, in the Primeira Divisão, we won against uh, uh, Povod Futsal 4-1. Congratulations to our ladies. They've been having a tough season this year, uh, but they mission accomplished on that game. Uh, okay, Patins, I don't want to talk about this game, but I kind of have to. We lost against Sporting Lisboa e Benfica. I mean, it's two clubs. We played against two clubs. Uh, you, you guys know what I mean. Uh, but we lost 5-4. Benfica got the uh, Estrelinha da Sorte. Uh, we tied against uh, them 4-4. And then a few min few seconds left, and Benfica, they banged the goal, and they won it, uh, against us. Uh, the referees on that game were terrible, terrible, terrible. But anyway, we lost. Uh, volleyball, uh, we went to Castel de Maia. We won 3-2, a tough, 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 tough game. We, we pulled it off. It doesn't matter. And then the following day, we went to Vienna de Castel. We won 3-0. Uh, and then, last but not least, uh, our ladies in volleyball, 
won 3-1 away against Porto Volley, 2014. I even said it half English and half Portuguese. Isto é um talento do caralho. And then uh, we won 3 nothing against Sporting Club Braga. I don't know why, but for some reason this weekend, a gente, for, a gente só enrabamos o Braga. Anyway, done. <laughs> Facts, facts. Let me just quickly mention because we have a uh, we have uh, our boy David Pereira, a Braga fan, in the chat, giving us our congratulations. Shout out to David, one of the good guys. Um, yeah, nothing else to say. It was a good fight, man. It was a good fight, and we're definitely looking forward to the next one for sure, for sure. Um, before going into the Boavista game, and we'll probably mention it right after the Boavista preview as well. Be sure to uh, remember, guys, that. Uh, Be sure to remember that uh, on for this on uh, on Friday, guys, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Bruno de Carvalho will be on the podcast, oh, so be on the lookout for that. I'm I'm nervous just thinking about it, but it's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be a good one. We're glad you'll be there. We hope the the rest of you will also be in the chat as well. Um, and yeah, um, let's get to uh, Boa Vista. Of course, Boa Vista is it tomorrow or Wednesday? Tomorrow, right? It's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, today. Tomorrow. 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 Yeah. Tomorrow. Oh, yeah. 10.15. Uh, today for Mariana. Yes, yeah. today for Mariana. And Sam. And Sam, and Sam. And Sam. right, right. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, of course, as we mentioned, Pot won't be on, uh, but we will have uh, we will have um, Ruben Amorim on the bench. We have four players in risk of, of, of missing the uh, Benfica game with yellow cards. We have Nuno Sanch, we have Luis Neto, we have Quach, and we have, um, who, am I, who am I forgetting? Nuno Sanch, Luis Neto, oh, and Palinga, of course. Um, so, yeah, what do you guys make of the game? Mariana, I'll pass it to you first. Os jogos com, com o Boa Vista são historicamente muito, muito complicados. É um relevado que nos cria algumas dificuldades. O Josualdo Ferreira, e o Steph vai entender perfeitamente aquilo que eu quero dizer, é uma velha raposa deste futebol em Portugal. Portanto, a verdade é que os jogos uh, no Bessa... Uh, tem que ser todos para ganhar. E principalmente agora, onde só temos o campeonato para nos, para nos focar. Temos aqui algumas uh, dificuldades em termos de cartões amarelos, claro que sim, mas não acredito que um, o Rubén Amorim vai entrar a medo. Até porque o Palhinha, eu não sei se vocês recordam, mas o Palhinha já está quase a ter o quinto amarelo já para aí há uns quatro jogos portanto, a verdade é que o Palhinha sabendo fazer as coisas também é certo que vai fazer um jogo limpo e que vai conseguir sair daquele jogo sem um único amarelo no que respeita ao eixo da, da defesa propriamente dita não acredito que, que ele vá mudar muito até porque pá, a equipa ganha não mexe e a verdade é que é assim que tem que ser daqui para a frente. No que respeita a potes, ou para outra, a não termos potes, assim é que é. Acho que ele vai optar por, por tentar começar com, com o Plata. Acho eu, pelo menos essa é a minha teoria, para ver com que ritmo é que, ou para outra, para ver quanto tempo é que o Plata se, se aguenta. Se bem que é, é muito mais provável que ele comece aqui 
com uh, o Jovem. É um jogo para ganhar, tal e qual como todos os outros daqui para a frente, mas acho que o Boa Vista nos pode criar aqui dificuldades e temos que ter muita cabecinha para conseguir trazer os três pontos, neste caso trazer para Lisboa. Exactly, exactly. And how about you, Sam? Um, well, they sit, Bovista sit right at the bottom of the league. And it's surprising considering what they did in the summer. I saw, I think I saw a fact today, I think they have the one of the biggest payrolls outside the big three in terms of player wages just on players spent this season. So, I mean, but on the, the flip of that, they did beat a full strength, not a COVID infected Benfica a full strength Benfica was it 2-0 I believe or was it 3 3-0 3-0 so they're a team that has to be respected I think Angel Gomez is a is a baller and I would love to have him at Sporting they've got a few um, deadly weapons there as well I believe they're without their two main centre-backs they both got red card uh, versus Condela but they need to be respected and I think it will be a tough game for us but on the flip side I think we're gonna my prediction The same with Richard Nevis in the chat. I'm going to go 2-0 with Sporting. Agreed. Agreed. How about you, Chris? Yeah. Um, I think Nando's talked about this before, like this phenomena, this saying, it's an American saying, trap game. This is a trap game, especially. We know our rivals already dropped points, right? It's the same thing again. It's like just take care of your own business and you're going to widen the gap no matter what. Second week in a row. Hopefully we take advantage of it this week. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I actually – I always feel like whenever we travel to Besta, it's it's a difficult game. Um, obviously, these beat Benfica somehow. But that, that, they've, that's literally the only team they've managed to beat. Um, it's like I, they have individual talent, right? It's just I guess it's a matter of them not being able to put it together. Um, but yeah, I guess it takes like one moment of Angel Gomez individual quality and then park the bus and that's it. Right. So, um, yeah, I think we have to be careful. Um, it's dangerous and the pressures, I feel like the pressure is on more so than it is when your rivals already drop points because like there's already a baseline amount of pressure, right? Like, you know, your rival's probably going to win if they're playing at the same time or if they're playing later, but if they've already dropped points, like you know that you really, really, really have to take advantage of it. So um, I hope we're up to the test, and uh, I think we will be. Um, and uh, hopefully it's a, a solid 3 nothing win, back to the good results, back to the good performances. Because, I mean, despite us getting wins and getting a trophy now, past month or so's performances not been great, to be honest gotten the job done a lot of the time all for the first time also not gotten the job done um it dropped the game and got eliminated so yeah i think they really need a, a good performance and this would be a statement going into the uh the benfica game who look weak as fuck right now and infected yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah very infected uh <laughs> and darwin with a haircut also I mentioned. uh steph yeah. what are your uh predictions o que é nacional e que é bom, but before that, uh, um, um, so great job by nacional against uh, os Lampiões, uh, phenomenal, and I love, I love seeing the stadium empty, 
Uh, but regardless of that, sorry. One thing, Nacional are this close from being forgiven for losing ten nothing. It's not <laughs> there yet, but there is close. I was actually, I'm going to tell the truth, and I'm going to mix it a little bit with English and Portuguese. I, I was very content com a BTV because the uh, the commentators they were pretty okay because you can only watch the game on BTV because mm -hmm. uh, Benfica Stadium. So I was I was like, okay, they're not they're not bad at all until one play bad as poor TV. Yeah. So yeah. One play against uh, Stefanovic, which the, the, the player of Nacional kicked the ball and they call it a PK. I'm like, what kind of fucking, you know, what are they watching? <laughs> it, it, it wasn't, that was the only one. But besides that, they did a pretty clean, you know, uh, commentating the game. They were pretty good. But besides that, uh, because I, I don't really give a shit about them. Um, the uh, Against Boavista, I think we will win. <laughs> uh, you know, I think uh, Ruben Amorim understands that Boavista could be dangerous because as well as Ferreira, como Mariana falou, and Mariposa Velha. He's very smart. He's going to set up Bovista con linhas baixas. And yeah. he's going to counterattack. We already know as fans. And if yeah. I know, if Mariana knows all the way from Portugal, Sam from the UK, you <laughs> from Canada, you know, we got to be prepared for this, you know? So, uh, but I hate to say it, but I, uh, I agree with João Castro and Pedro Varela. We need um saca rolhas. We need a player that... Uh, can make can, can make plays and we don't have that. Uh, I hate to say like uh, a player like uh, Rafinha, uh, Rafa do Benfica. He's a yeah. you know or como o o a Marcelo Pedro Paulense. We need a player like that, a playmaker, and we don't we don't have that. So uh, Giovanni would be the closest to it, uh, dribbling wise. The, the best we have, it's been. It's been Giovanni, but he's not consistent, like Danny said a little while ago. So we'll see what's going to happen. But I think I have the full confidence in the Sporting Club Portugal. And I think we're going to win 2 nothing no, no Bessa. Uh It's a shame it's going to be an empty stadium because if fans could go, I know João Castro. I know, I know Pedro Varela uh, from the north would go for sure. Mariana maybe because she's from Lisbon, a little bit more difficult. Mas o Pedro e o João vão sempre lá. E é uma pena, realmente. Eu se me dissessem yeah. para eu ir agora, se amanhã me dissessem assim, o estádio está aberto. Eu saía daqui agora exatamente a seguir ao programa e ia ver o jogo ao estádio. Digo-te. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, my, uh, my quick two cents. I just hope we don't start Pelinha at the midfield is João Mario Mateus Nunes oui. and only risk Pelinha if necessary. I okay. think um, we risk Neto, we don't risk Quach. Though I've seen Quach get away with these games, I, I think he's just too important to but not have against I, I got to say um, that Pelinha, like, ever since he's been on four yellows, the way he plays, it has been a miracle that he yeah. has not gotten that fifth yellow. <laughs> All it takes is from the second late on one challenge. He does yeah. 12 a game. Like, yeah. I don't know. That's I what, that's what I don't I'm know. saying. That's why this is the. Sorry, go. 
I don't, I don't know how he hasn't gotten one already, you know, to be honest. And, and and I feel like this would be the game if he starts, it's he's getting a yellow card in the first 30 seconds like he did <laughs> against uh, whoever it was. Um, so, yeah, I, I think we don't risk those guys unless absolutely necessary. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to agree with you guys. But Boavista, like everybody's mentioned, they're not ones to play with. I mean, definitely the biggest underachievers of this season, uh, given that they bought in a World Cup winner. They bought in a, a wonder kid in Angel Gomez. They brought in two amazing – or. I don't know if, yeah, two amazing Americans, another kid from the MLS, uh, I believe Colombian. Uh, no, he's, Hond or, he's Honduran. Honduran, sorry. Yeah. But, but he's also a very good striker. He scored against the Close enough. Players. Close enough with Biden. I mean, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, you know, uh, they, they shouldn't be taken lightly, lightly but, um, you know, uh, it, it's. Uh, I, I also agree it's going to be a 2 nothing win. Uh, I will be at work tomorrow, so don't worry, guys. Red shirt, red sweater, and the victory is ours. Don't worry. I'm 3-0. and oh. I'm just letting you guys know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's our podcast. Again, Friday, guys, is a big day, January 29th, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 p.m. Uh, GMT time. Uh, we nine, will be with nine, president nine, nine, sorry, nine. I can't do math. Canadian education system has really let me down. Clearly we will be with president Brun Carvalho. Sam, I'll take it off to you, dude. Just quickly. Um, before I get into that, um, sporting play tomorrow on free sports, which I believe Con Murphy, friend of the podcast, True. a gentleman in all aspects of the world is, is commentating that he was commentating the Benfica game. He did a fantastic job. Um, but yeah, so Friday, uh, I know we've mentioned it enough, but it's such a big podcast for us. We want everyone there, you know, um, thank you to everyone who's made this possible. But uh, uh, ask your questions on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You know, if you don't want to ask it publicly, you can DM one of us. I'm pretty sure all of us have got our DMs open, or if not, the official Sport, uh, Sporting 160 EN account does. But just, just please make sure you tune in, share it on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Tell your parents, put it in the newspaper. I don't know how people share these days, but um, just make sure you're there and just just share. The, uh, in sorry to to swear, but share the fuck out of this podcast. It's such a big achievement for us. But we hope to see everyone there, and we look forward to it. And thank you again to Alexandra Gordino and uh, Bruno de Carvalho to to come on. And before I pass it to you, Steph, just ladies, my DMs are open, always open. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead, Steph. <laughs> well, Daddy, thank you so much for letting me know. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh, do it, bro. oh, my God. Okay, so uh, before we go, we have to put uh, uh, Marianne on the spot. Uh, I, I oh, okay, wait, let me just say one thing about the Brun Carvalho thing before that. Um, because we control the comments here on, on what's going up, I don't know how many people are going to watch us. I'm going to be honest. I don't know how many comments are going to come in. It's going to be a lot. Of there's going to be a lot. We're not going to be able to say it at all. We won't be able to go through all of them. But let me also just say, especially for our day ones and everybody who's been supporting us uh, and, and commenting the shit out of us and, and constantly here on YouTube, believe me, when I see your comments on the screen, we will throw them up. Uh, unless it's something crazy, then obviously we won't. But, you know... Oh, out of out of love and appreciation that, for you guys that, constantly that supporting us, thing. we'll definitely throw that in there. So, yeah, Munza just wanted to mention that. 
do not say anything crazy. It's him you're not getting posted. <laughs> if it's <laughs> wild, you're not getting posted, bro. <laughs> hey, he loves you. He loves you. Uh, Sam, all he has to say about you is you look beautiful. You know, I mean, he wants me to not, stand. He's not fast. lying. No, he's not lying. He's not lying. He's not lying at all. Sam, Dad, come <laughs> Anyways, on. Steph, I'll pass it to you, dude. Okay, so a couple questions to Mariana because, uh, you know, she's not going to get off easy on our podcast. This is the hot seat. Uh, I have my- the, the, the second <laughs> question. So, <laughs> it's not going to be easy for sure, but it's good to go. Okay, here we go. Quite, very simple question. So, Mariana, when did you become a Sportingista? Okay. So I'm going to talk in Portuguese again because it's a long story. But I'm No, 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 no. It has to be in English. I'm going to make it short. <laughs> it's a hot seat for a reason. Yeah, it's got to okay. be in English. So my dad is Lampião. My mom is Sportingista. So when I was born, my dad told my mom that... I'm gonna. Um, I forgot the words. Pode O meu pai, quando eu nasci, disse à minha mãe que me escrever como sócia do Benfica. E a minha mãe disse: então, se vais escrever como sócia do Benfica, vais escrevê-la também como sócia do Sporting. E eu não fiquei sócia de nenhum. Claro, está. Entretanto, fui crescendo e aos três anos perguntei à minha mãe de que clube é que ela era. Felizmente, ela disse-me do Sporting e, como podem ver, deixem-me ver se eu vos consigo mostrar, até hoje se mantém. Portanto, é a minha história sobre ser do Sporting. Ninguém me ensinou a ser do Sporting, simplesmente fui porque a minha mãe também era e fui buscar a paixão do futebol ao lado do, do meu pai, que apesar de ser lampião e ter mau gosto nesse sentido, gosta muito de futebol, felizmente. That, that was a great answer. Second question. Another simple question. The most memorable, memorable day of sporting, of sporting game. Sporting game? Hmm. It's gonna be oh, Sporting. Uh, sorry, Benfica zero, Sporting three. Just because I was there, just because I was there. It's it's like so many scores, and I'm on the on the. Um, sorry, na bancada. E I was seeing the, the, the game and I was thinking, oh God, these guys can play so sporting. Would you stay back, put the bus, the bus on and just stay there? Just, just stay there. And in the, in, the, um, in the final minutes, my head was thinking, is this real? I'm sure... Uh, I mean, Stadio da Luz and Sporting is winning three. Oh, it's 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 real. It's real. it's the the most memorable, memorable game that I was watching there. 
the game that is more memorable uh, probably Real Madrid Sporting that Bruno Cesar scores I was thinking that game was Legend. an important one yeah okay I got it um when did you get when you got the invitation from Sporting Century Center? No sei se foi o João Castro ou o Pedro Verão. Sim. Pronto. Como, como é que foi o sentimento e como foi a tua resposta desse convite? Ora, eu vou te explicar o que é que aconteceu. Eu sou amiga do João, felizmente, e amiga do Pedro já há algum tempo. E uh, tinha sido convidada para ir fazer o programa. E de repente o João manda-me uma mensagem. Era assim, preciso falar contigo, tive uma ideia. Tentou falar. Olha, é só para te perguntar se não queres ser aqui a nova moderadora do Sporting 160. E eu fico. Oi? 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 Estás a falar a sério? E ele, sim, vou só verificar uma última questão e já te faço o convite oficial. E fez-me um convite oficial e já lá pelo menos 80 programas, de acordo com as minhas contas. E estás a fazer um trabalho fabuloso. Obrigada. Última questão. This is the last question of the night and it's going to be the most difficult one. I'm ready for it. Bring okay. it. Your favorite sporting player of all times. Oh. Of all times, Fernando Peirutio. Just like I'm not remember that he, he he plays. So just um okay. Vou dizer em português que é mais simples que eu escuto estar para aqui com coisas que não vou deixar. Pode, pode, pode. <laughs> não. Eu não lembro do Peirutio jogar. E a verdade é essa, nem eu e provavelmente nenhum de vocês. Não. Mas a verdade é que, ouvindo a história daquele homem, ouvindo a época em que ele jogou, eu podia escolher o Figo, podia escolher o Cristiano, podia buscar o Slimani, mas vou buscar um homem que marcou, desculpem, marcou a história do Sporting Clube Portugal. E marcou pelo lado bom. A questão é que em Portugal continuar a não ser reconhecido. Portanto, sem sombra de dúvidas, Fernando, para o teu. E pronto. Dani, do you have any questions for Mariana? I don't. I don't, really. You, you sure? took them off me. You sure? Com esse bigode tens aí e não tens nada? <laughs> Chris, Oliveira, anything from Philadelphia? Ficou frisado com aquele sorriso. Hum, what a smile. <laughs> I think he's me. Day, um, and it came very late in here, so I guess that's a miracle. Round of applause. Round of applause for the door. Doors open. Wi-Fi is just flowing through. <laughs> uh, no, I don't really have any yet. I don't have any questions for Mariana. She's putting some extra hours podcasting today, back to back. A double shift. Much respect. Thank you for coming on. Much respect. She's getting paid overtime. Don't forget. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Getting paid overtime. Please, guys, follow her on Twitter. That's what we're paying. Her. Like, <laughs> the, 
Sam Fonseca, any questions for Mariana? I will say not to answer now, but um, please ask Bruno de Cavallo a question and we will tell him that it's from you and we'll get him to answer for you. So, just let me think. Just one second. I'm going to ask in Portuguese. You can ask in English if you want to. Yep. Qual é que foi a pior pessoa com quem trabalhaste no Sporting Clube Portugal? Porra, que pergunta do caraças. Eu sou uma jogadora do Sporting 160, o meu ah, trabalho é este. Eu adoro essa pergunta. Se precisarem de ajuda para as perguntas, estão à vontade. Estou a falar assim. Obrigado, Mariana. Obrigada, eu. Obrigado, Mariana, for, for joining us uh, on this podcast. Like, like Christian said, doing double shifts. We do appreciate you coming on. We do love the work you guys do at Sporting 160, especially your moderating. Um, it's been fun. It's been an honor to have you on. And uh, let's do it again sometime, huh? Yeah, for sure. Agora deixem-me só e aproveitar aqui o facto de já estarmos mesmo a terminar. Dar-vos os parabéns aos quatro. Porque gostar do Sporting, e falo particularmente por mim, que estou a 10 minutos de me sentar na minha cadeira no estádio, talvez seja mais fácil, talvez eu sinta mais perto. Mas a verdade é que cada um de vocês, vocês estão a milhares de quilómetros de distância do estádio. Eu não me imagino a viver longe do Sporting mais do que uma hora, meia hora, o que seja. E mesmo assim já me dói não poder muitas vezes ir e desta vez não poder mesmo ir aos jogos todos. Eu imagino vocês e agradeço-vos o amor que cada um de vocês tem para este clube. Porque é a prova de que não é Sporting Clube Portugal, é Sporting Clube do Mundo. A verdade é essa. É verdade. É verdade. Porra, já estou a chorar. Olha, não, já. <risos> oh, Mariana, porra, foi um discurso do todo caneco. Muito bonito. Gostei, gostei. É merecido. É merecido. Obrigado. Obrigado, Mariana. É. Shout out to everybody in our... Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Um, our boy from Down Under, José de Costa Jorge. Da Austrália, um, da Austrália. Da Austrália, exatamente. E ele estava no outro podcast, o 160, que eu fui, eu estava lá, e ele também estava lá. Estava lá, Jorge. So shout out to José Costa Jorge, shout out to Lauren Jenks, Richard Neves, um, my boy Philip, Paul Costa, Saik, uh, Jordan Bentoncourt, uh, Paul Costa, shout out to New York's finest, haven't said that in a minute, Johnny Sinheiro. Um, Who am I missing here? Who am I missing here? Shout out to the real Alfred Kersky, our boy Rui. Shout out to David Pereira again, our, our favorite Braga fan. Shout out to Patrick Decoto, our favorite uh, Portista. Um, shout out to uh, Carolina, uh, who I forgot to shout out yes, or last time. Uh, I'm definitely missing more people up top, but shout out to everybody who listened. Uh, again, please tune in on Friday, guys. We're going to have a special one. We had a special one today with Mariana. Guys, that's number 95 down the drain, <laughs> getting close to 100. 96 is going to be huge. And uh, 
We'll see you guys Friday. Viva o Sporting! Viva o Sporting! Viva o Sporting Clube Portugal Maior! <laughs>